Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Buzzer Beat. This is the ultimate game show interview series. Our next guest is truly just such an amazing human being. I got the lovely opportunity to work with him at Evolution Theater Company back in Columbus, Ohio. Shout out to Evolution. Back in, was that 2016 we did the Playwrights Festival? Mm, oh, sounds goodness. about right. I think I think that's right. <laughs> it's yeah. been so long. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'd love to introduce to you. This is Mr. Scott Reisner. Scott, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you, Chorsey? It's so good to see you. It's been it's been forever. It's been way too long, honestly. Yes, and I'm doing good. Thank you, first of all, so much just for doing this show with us today. Um, I so greatly appreciate it. I truly was scrolling through Facebook and saw your post and was like, I have to talk to you about this because <laughs> um, I had no idea. But I, I knew for a fact I have seen your episode because I remember that sweater. I remember seeing the sweater with the stripes across the chest. I was like, that is such a clear memory that I had as a child and I didn't realize oh. it. It, it's crazy that you remember that because I probably had that shirt for 20 years. So you may have seen it. <laughs> and Meryl's it too. Maybe I did like see it in a rehearsal and it just never clicked for some reason. Um, so I should back up and explain. Scott appeared on, and I'm learning this recently, multiple episodes of one of my favorite game shows as a kid, which is also becoming a very weird phenomenon for all of you Wordle fans. Um a show called Lingo, which is a, a word game in which the first letter is provided for you and you are trying to figure out what the secret word is. So there are green squares and yellow circles that appear to indicate whether a letter is in the word but not in the right spot or the letter is in the word and in the right spot or not in there at all. Um, this version of Lingo, because there's a newer version that changes some things, also included this little ball pit right? That you had to go in yes. and grab like a little lottery ball and you also playing bingo at the same time. So if you got your exactly, word, yes. you'd get your little ball and you were trying to create a lingo, which is essentially a bingo on your lingo car. Um, so yes. first I had to ask, how did you end up on the show? What was that process like auditioning for the show? Well, I mean, one of the big reasons that I auditioned, I had moved to LA at the time and I was broke. So I was looking for some fun ways to make money. And I had an obsession with with game shows. I, I auditioned for Survivor. I had probably every season. Never got picked, but I tried and tried and tried. Um, so I've always loved game shows. I'm very competitive. So it's it, I, we watch Jeopardy every night. I'm terrible at trivia. I could never make it on. But I still love watching it because I'm good at betting. Um, but yeah, so I, I was there. We were looking, um, me and uh, a friend that lived in the same building that I lived in. We're just looking for some fun opportunities. And, and that happened to be one of them. And we went to an audition. And, and basically, you play a little game of lingo. And we were lucky enough to get picked. Oh, goodness. I So lingo... I regularly watched on GSN as a kid um, because I thought it was such a fascinating, cool word game. Um, you know, growing up with like lingo, chain reaction, I word games were definitely the ones that I lean towards. Uh, I'm similar to you in the sense of trivia. I'm okay on. I would never be on Jeopardy. <laughs> My goal is right. not to be on Jeopardy. I don't want to embarrass myself like that. Um, 
But, you know, wordplay, word games, I felt very comfortable with. And so Lingo was such a fun show for me to watch because um, I, I liked the the randomness of having to select the ball and trying to create this bingo, if you will. Um, it was, you know, super exciting. And then, of course, has one of the most iconic game show hosts of all time, Chuck Woolery. I mean, this man I watched in multiple seasons of Lingo, but also he had done Greed, uh, Love Connection. Um, what was it like, like interacting with Chuck Woolery on set? I mean, it, it was it was really cool. He's done, like you said, pretty much every game show. Um, so it it was great. Part of you know meeting a celebrity per se or a celebrity game show host. It's just kind of like he comes out. You don't get to talk to him ahead of time, so you're meeting him when you're when you're introducing yourself. So you're a little bit like awestruck, and then you have to find something to talk about. Um, it was it was cool. Part of what you know the handlers tell you is try to find things that Chuck's interested in that you're also interested in, and build that relationship as part of your discussion when you when you're introducing yourself. So I talked about. Something that I do, but not something that I do a lot, fishing. It's <laughs> because Chuck Woolery loves to go fishing. So, you know, they, they ask you to do those sorts of things. But then he had a, a co-host. Her name was Stacy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we were like BFFs. She was great. But she, I'm very upbeat and flamboyant. and um, So, yeah, I just loved her and she loved me. It was, it was a great relationship. Yes. So Stacy was um, the person who basically provided the explanation or the verification of the words that were being guessed by the contestants. So if you were trying to throw out a word, but it didn't make sense, she would explain that, you know, either it was spelled incorrectly or your word just truly doesn't exist. Um, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. She's kind of the, the Vanna White of lingo to, for a lack of a better description, I guess, if you've never seen the show. Which everybody yeah. should, but <laughs> oh, and, pretty, and if you're if you're part of this wordle phenomenon, that's kind of why I brought the post of the video is because lingo came before wordle, and it's essentially the same game. It is. It is even the same color scheme, like the actual indication yes. of what means what. It is the same yellow circle and green square. And I've gotten into arguments with people. It was like, <laughs> Wordle is not new. I'm, I'm excited that everyone loves this. I think it's super awesome that everyone's getting into word games. But this is not a novel idea by any means. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was part of the beginning of, of Wordle. <laughs> um, so when it comes to your performance in Lingo, I didn't realize that you actually appeared on it and had done well enough to basically be in their version of a tournament of champions. Is that correct? Yeah. So we actually did really well our, the first time that we were on and we were asked to come back for the tournament of champions, um, which it was like amazing. We would meet at Starbucks in the morning and we would study five letter words, as many five letter words as we could, you know, come up with. And then we'd go in and and they'd shoot about five episodes a day. So we were very, very fortunate. We got to be on three episodes. I would have liked to have been on more, but we we got to be on three, one regular season and two tournament of champions. This honestly sounds like when I was a kid, how I studied for the spelling bee. (laughs) 
<laughs> like getting up, had in my little book, little books, and you just sit there just like studying and memorizing. I didn't think about that. This, so this is kind of like an adult version of a spelling bee, if you will. Actually, is, kind of yeah. easier because they give you the first letter. <laughs> they give you the first true. letter and it's only five letter words. <laughs> yes, which is about all I need to, in, in regards to a spelling bee. <laughs> five letters <laughs> is all I've got. Uh, That's fair. I So... I I know that you competed on the Terran Road Champions with Lingo. Have you seen anything about this new Lingo series that's supposed to be released soon? I have, and I I'm like, oh god, I need to know where they're shooting and where they're auditioning <laughs> because how fun is it going to be? They're not going to have the. I don't think they're going to have the bingo, the balls. They've they've cut off the balls, if you will. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, no, um, I, so yeah i don't know the exact concept but the word part is going to be there and and the host i'm sure you're excited because i'm like super excited i the idea of rupaul hosting a game show is so genius to me and i just i cannot wait i cannot wait to see this and it's going to be so exciting. It's going to be flashy. It's going to be over the top. It has to be. It's RuPaul. Like, oh, if yeah. it's not, I'm going to be disappointed. Let's be honest. It's like, definitely going to be over the top. Uh, I mean, it's going to be sassy. It's. Not, I'm going to love the contestant interaction with the host. It's just, it's going to be great, I think. I am so excited. And yeah, I had read a little bit about them possibly eliminating the the bingo, if you will, aspect. So it would just be just points based on the wordplay. Um, and I think the bonus round is also very different because, well, it has to be because in the original series, in the bonus round, you got two minutes to go through as many words as you could. And the amount of words that you got within the number of balls you were able to pick. And if you were able to make a lingo, that's how you got your max prize. Yes, um, exactly. Yeah. So if they're eliminating the ball aspect of lingo, I'm very curious to see what that end prize or the end game looks like. Right. Or what the and prize is they, even going to be. Yeah, because when I did it, it was almost 20 years ago. Uh, believe it or not, um, I was only 10. You know that old joke. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> the prize, you know, nowadays prizes are so much and – it's a two person game. Like you're, you're a team and the prize was only $5,000 if you won and you're splitting it. So not a lot in regards to what you see on game shows now. Yeah. Oh goodness. Sorry. I didn't realize lingo was like 20 years ago. Oh no. <laughs> I, uh, right. Yeah. It was almost 20 years ago. Not quite, but very close. Yeah, I, I feel know. Like <laughs> it was just it. yesterday I was watching it, but no, because I definitely was watching it when I was in like elementary and middle school, and I've now graduated college, have been out college for years. Oh my goodness! Okay, they still All they right. still air reruns sometimes, and people will tell me, "Hey, you're on you're on lingo," so I they still I still air sometimes. <laughs> I need to find out where because I I've been bad. I haven't really been watching a lot of like game show network directly. I've been a lot of my game show watches have has been a uh, YouTube based. So mm. so like I've watched some. There's uh there's a UK version of Lingo, for example. Totally different yeah. feel. The set's very different. <laughs> Color scheme is different. <laughs> 
I've never seen it, but I know there's been a bunch of different versions of the game. Which, I mean, it makes sense because that's something that's easily adaptable really for any place. So I get it. I just, I'm, I'm only used to Chuck Wooler. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the only right. version I know. Um, Me too. It's, it's, it's the same. Like, that's <laughs> all I really know of it because, I mean, that was my experience. It's like I am um, watching Chain Reaction. They rebooted Chain Reaction on Game Show Network, but it's the original host from what I remember. But it took a while for me to realize that what I had watched as a kid of Chain Reaction wasn't actually the original Chain Reaction. I didn't realize that like 20 some years ago, the show had already been produced. And so what I was watching was a remake that was totally redesigned, color scheme completely changed. The, the, the theme song and the logo was updated to look more electronic and modern. Um, Cause I had no idea. I thought that initial one that I watched on the original GSN series was the first chain reaction. And I did some YouTube digging and that's how I found out. No, absolutely not. <laughs> it's crazy. When you look at a lot of the game shows that have been around, they've either been around a really long time, like, like jeopardy. And you can see how the categories were like $10, $20, $30. And now, you know, it's up to, $2,000 for a question. So it's a hu- huge difference. But a lot of these other game shows, they've they've been around, they went away, they've come back. Card Sharks, The Match Game, which I love. Pyramid, which is one of my dream game shows to be on. Um, and they're bringing Weakest Link back, which I, it's funny knowing you live in Indianapolis. The only time I've ever been to Indianapolis was to audition for Weakest Link. Really? Back in the day, back in the day with the British host, I, um, yeah, they had auditions there and, um, it was like an all day thing. You're in groups and you had to do a quiz. You had to fill out like a quiz and then they did a, like a personality thing where you had to have a lot of energy. I had the energy down the trivia. (laughs) 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 Oh goodness. Okay. Well, I definitely, number one, I need to be better about getting into auditions and finding them. Like, where did you find the information of where auditions was happening? You know, a lot of the stuff now, if you go to like GSN's website, Game Show Network's website or CBS or whatever network it is, they usually have an audition page. Uh, so it's it's a lot easier to find. I'll tell you, I think the way I found it, 20 years ago, it wasn't quite as easy on the internet. It may have been in like backstage magazine. Oh. I had a flip phone back then. (laughs) 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 And a Thomas guide or a printed out map. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah, Yeah, it's crazy to think about now. That makes sense. I just... Maybe that's it. Maybe it's because there's so many places that I can look and it's like, oh my goodness, I don't even know where to start. And to be fair, I've only done a couple applications. I think I've submitted one for Will of Fortune and for Price is Right. Um, there are a couple other others that I want to apply for, but like I'm trying to convince Dakota to come on a show with us. The other issue is <laughs> Dakota and I have had this conversation. Unfortunately, because of our egos, if we do a game show that requires more than two people. 
whoever the others are, are definitely going to be left behind. <laughs> like we were talking about, he and I were sitting and watching, have you seen The Floor is Lava on Netflix? I have not. I know the concept, but I haven't seen it. Wild concept of a show. Very fascinating. But he and I have a pact that if we were to ever appear on that show, whoever the third person is, as soon as they tell us to start, <laughs> we're pushing into the lava. Because we'd much rather get there quicker <laughs> with the two of us than one of us be in danger because of trying to save the third. Which is not a healthy way to play the show. Entertaining for people to watch, not a way to win the show. <laughs> right, right, right. Definitely not the way to win. <laughs> um, but, you know, for something like Chain Reaction, you know, a third person, it, it could work. Or it could fall apart miserably. <laughs> not sure yet. <laughs> I'll tell you, it because I know that you're obsessed with game shows. And if you haven't been on one, you really need to get your applications out there. Because, you know, the game show world has rules. And once you appear on a game show, you have to wait to appear on another game show. So you got to start getting your applications in. So, you, you know, you can appear on game show after game show after game show. I didn't realize that until I read it in one of the applications that might have been the Price is Right application. Because they ask you if you've appeared in a game show in X amount of time. Um, and I didn't. A televised game show, I should state. It specifically says televised game show. And I didn't realize that, which I get it. You have to keep it fair. Um, but goodness, yeah. No, I definitely need to be better about it because... There is a clock. <laughs> There's definitely a clock. Once you're on, then you have you have to wait your turn until you do it again. Um, which surprises me for like people like you and for Ryan who have done this multiple times. It's like I I mean, that's a very good thing. That means that the casting directors are seeing your performances and are like, oh, we want this person. We want you to come back. So like kudos for you on making that happen. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like once you do one, especially if you don't win, you have to wait. <laughs> you have to wait to try to do another one. Okay. So you, you got to get your butt in gear and, and start applying. There's ton. There's so many. There's so many options now. And with that, we are going to take a quick short break. And we're back. <laughs> I told you, it's really just a quick little break. And we're back. <laughs> um, so speaking of which, the last thing that we were just talking about was that you've appeared on multiple game shows, which is super exciting. And someone, a little birdie has told me that there's another game show that you have appeared on that we're going to be able to see soon. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so I actually, um, I'm going to be on, Let's make a deal uh, with Wayne Brady. And I, I did that show. I, he's great. It's so funny because I have, I have this relationship with Wayne Brady that he doesn't even know we have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he used to have a talk show and I, I got to talk to him one-on-one -on -one at his talk show. Then he did a Broadway show that's, it's called white rabbit, red rabbit. If you've ever heard of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and he pulled me up on stage during that show. And I've been on Let's Make a Deal twice. 
So I'm pretty sure he's obsessed with me and he doesn't even know. (laughs) (laughs) I love that for you. I love that so much. Oh, Oh, what a treat. Oh, I I love Wayne Brady. He, He is, he's great. And yeah, so I, I just actually shot an episode virtually that's going to be airing in March. So it's going to be coming up very soon. Now, I know you can't reveal a lot of details, but what is that like to record a game show virtually? You got to do this from the comfort of your own home. Yeah, kind of the comfort of my own home. <laughs> so you do, they're like, I had two interviews prior to the show and then the way they're doing it virtually you kind of have to have a setup and you have to be available the whole day Um, we shot three episodes over the course of about eight or nine hours and you have to be energetic the whole time i got if you're familiar with an apple watch i got all my rings just by standing in front of a camera (laughs) um because you have to be so energetic because they don't pull everybody so they don't pick everyone to play um so you really have to show your energy in order to get picked so it was a long you think oh it's in the comfort of your own home but i'm you had to be standing and it was eight to nine hours where you're basically they gave you some short breaks but it was exhausting just like and it's just you you're just yelling at a camera yeah uh so it's a different experience because i did it many years ago in person and it's similar because you're there like a whole day they have you in a waiting room and they have producers watching you and they know who they're going to pick ahead of time because they they watch and see who has the most energy kind of throughout the day and then you know that's kind of how you got get picked and you know, listening to one of your previous episodes, it's energy, energy, energy. That's it. It can't be more true. Goodness. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I didn't realize, man. I guess that because, like, what excites me about game shows is being able to feed off the energy of other people, and you know, being all in the same space. So it's easier, in my opinion, to maintain that energy when you're with other people. You have other people you can bounce the energy off of. So having to supply that to a camera for eight to nine hours by yourself, even as an actor, that sounds exhausting. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it was completely exhausting. Now you have, you can see the other contestants on the screen, but everybody's silenced. So you can't hear anybody else. So you can only hear Wayne Brady and, and the show that's happening. So you can see everybody moving around and dancing and dancing and dancing but that's it. So you've got to keep your energy up without the yelling and the screaming like you see on The Price is Right. So yeah. I was, oh, yeah, I like laid down and fell right to sleep that night. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Like I'm thinking back to I have ne- haven't been on a game show. The closest I've been was I've done The Price is Right live when I was still in Columbus. Um, and I remember... And I'm sure I've told this story multiple times, but I remember sitting in the Ohio theater and being like, I don't know how you're going to be able to replicate the price is right energy. There's like, we're in this random theater. I don't see how this is going to work. And I remember I was sitting there with my friend, Nick, we were having a conversation and lights went dim. The two spotlights hit the curtain and then they started pumping the music in and 
I don't know what happened, but everybody lost it. Like everyone just understood that this was the time to scream and cheer <laughs> and celebrate. And I I remember like we were sitting next to there was a couple that was next to us and the boyfriend got picked to spin the wheel on the show. And like I remember hearing his name and I remember looking at his girlfriend and both her and I started screaming excited for him. <laughs> like there's something about and that's why I love game shows so much because there's something about it that beautifies literal complete strangers like have no idea who these people are have only met them for the past 30 to 45 minutes that we've been sitting in the seat but yet we are screaming and cheering and rooting them on as though we have known them our entire lives um yeah that's, that's what i love of, yeah right it, that is the fun of uh, a game show it's interesting you say the price is right i actually after i did let's make a deal i went and did Price is right, and I wasn't eligible to be picked. You have to tell them ahead of time that you've been on another show within a certain amount of time. But I went with some friends and went through the whole thing, and I still had a lot of fun, even though knowing the whole time I could never be picked. Um, but I still had a lot of fun just because you've got that energy and you're hugging people you don't know and you're cheering them on and you're yelling out ten dollars. <laughs> so it's it's it, it's fun. I. I need to, my goal for 2022 is I do want to get to LA at some point um, just to go, because I've never been. So I'm definitely trying to go just to visit. I'm actually taking time off work to go do it. Uh, because if you have a dream, you have to make it happen. Um, yes. So I'm going to be applying, 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 and whatever I can land. I've already told my boss as well, like if something comes up, because I know sometimes they can be like, hey, Three weeks, we need you here. So I've told her, like, I have occasional days of absence. And if I get that email or I get that phone call, they will be used. Just be prepared, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I will try to give you as much notice as I can. But I want you to know <laughs> if this opportunity comes. And it, it does not matter what show for me. Like, if someone's like, we want you on the show, it's going to happen. I will be there. <laughs> um, I mean, that's the thing. Like, until... Our plan, hopefully, is by this time next year, Dakota and I would like to be living in L.A. That is our goal, um, because ultimately, I would love to, to work on game shows, um, either, you know, just working as a PA. I really want to host a game show. That's like my ideal dream job. So I want to host a show. I think it is such an amazing opportunity that is, as Someone in a previous episode told me it's very attainable. You just have to work at it. And so my goal is to get over there, start working behind the scenes of different game shows, get that experience, what it's like. And then hopefully if I can produce my own show, that means I can host it. Cause if you're a producer. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of nostalgia with, with game shows. I mean, go out and bring back double dare or bring back some of those fun kids game shows. How many of those fun shows uh, did you, you know, I loved Double Dare as a kid and always were like just dying to be on there. I thought, how fun would it be to slide down the slide and go into slime? And, oh, oh yeah. goodness. Double Dare. I love, well, I watched every version of Double Dare from uh, the Mark Summers original Double Dare, Family do Double Dare, Super Sloppy Double Dare. <laughs> uh, then they had Double Dare 2000 with Jason Harris. And then they had rebooted it right before the shutdown um with lisa koshi a youtuber and a 
comedian, uh, but Mark Summers was the announcer. So the original host was not the announcer on the show. And wow. one of my favorite memories of that new series is there is an episode you could tell something was happening behind the scenes where they're like, we have to record because Lisa was sick. Like she didn't even sound like herself. Like she had to completely alter her voice because she was not able to maintain it. And so she started the episode and then I think it was the first commercial break. I don't know who she went to, but she was like, I can't do this anymore. And her voice had just given out. So Mark actually stepped in and hosted the rest of the show. And so they switched and Lisa was the announcer for him. Um, <laughs> But one of the things I loved about it was that it was such a touching moment of like passing the baton back to the original. And she always, every episode pays respect towards him. And we'll always tell him things along the lines of like, it's because of you, this show lasts. And it's because of you that I am here now. So I want to thank you because you are the OG. You are the original who made everyone fall in love with this. show. Yeah. Um, it's a really cool, touching moment. Um, Another one, because like the Nickelodeon game shows, I love those as a kid. Uh, one of my goals in life was to bring back Legends of the Hidden Temple. Um, somebody beat me to it, which is fine, because <laughs> I do think the remake is also fantastic. I do love the remake. And that original host has made some appearances on the new series and may be taking over some hosting uh, mm. uh, positions in terms of the new series as well now. Um, so yeah, I like a lot of those. Like I remember, uh, figure it out. The, it was just a weird, like, guess this kid's talent. Um, there was also one that Mark hosted that was called not wild and crazy kids. What would you do? Which was basically a children's version of let's make a deal. Um, less gambly aspects and more of <laughs> like, I have this wacky wall with 24 different doors. Open a door and see what prize you got. Um, or you're going to ride the pie coaster. Or Like there was this machine. I do remember that, I, that. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a wild show because it, <laughs> it was a show that was just about chaos. <laughs> yeah. Like Ellen's game of games. Oh my goodness. Another show of chaos. Ellen's game of games is Truly, it is a game show that she designed that would just make her laugh. And I, that's what I find so incredible <laughs> about it. Because really, everything is written based on, like, is this position, is this game, is this contestant going to make her laugh? And that's why the show was produced. And I love that. <laughs> oh, I know. It's, it's like Wipeout. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, the Wipeout with um, this new one is with John Cena and Nicole Byer. Such a, a random duo. Nicole is the... Have you ever seen Nailed It? Um, no, I have not. Nailed It is like my favorite Netflix show. I don't watch a lot of TV, but Nailed It is this baking competition. It is the wildest baking competition I've ever seen because it's always with people who can't bake. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, anyone who knows me knows I highly recommend Nailed It to anyone. Uh, it makes me feel good about my baking abilities until I did try <laughs> to attempt a Nailed It cake and it looked like concrete, but the cake was green. I made many mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make the homemade icing, but I used like uh, granulated sugar instead of powdered sugar. And it, 
ah, the mouthfeel oh, was yeah. off. The color was, it looked like <laughs> the Incredible Hulk, but in a cake form. And I, I still, to this day, I'm like, mistakes were made. I don't suggest eating this. <laughs> and um, it was supposed to be a self-portrait, right? I, I, maybe <laughs> I don't I don't remember what the original intent was. And then I had bought a uh, fondant because I'd never used fondant before. And so I bought it and, uh, you know, it was like trying to mush it up, make it malleable. And then I just tasted just a, a small piece of it. That is the world's highest concentration of sugar that I've ever experienced in my life. And I'm a diabetic. <laughs> So that wasn't a good decision because I immediately tasted no, no, like, oh no. no. Oh no. <laughs> that stuff is weird in general. I don't it's, see why fondant is enjoyable for anyone. It seems like it's just no. high sugar with a weird like Play-Doh texture. That's exactly it. I don't, it's Play-Doh that you can eat if you want to. So you, you could make it into anything you want. Just that. Not my cup of tea. <laughs> anyway, I was saying that and Nicole and John Cena host the new series of Nail, uh, excuse me, of Wipeout. And it is it's interesting because it's team play. So you compete with a friend of yours as a team on the show versus individually that I've ever seen Wipeout. Um, yeah. Still, still have the big balls. Still have some of the wildest uh, exits from the show that I've ever seen. It is absolutely comical. But yeah, they made it a team game show. So the I think it's twenty five grand, or it might be fifty grand. Uh, it's split between the two team members, and so you run the final course as um, kind of like a legged event, if you will. So one person runs through it, and then the other person runs through it. It's very interesting. It's very oh. interesting. Uh, yeah, I was wondering, are you like holding hands running side by side? But that makes more sense. <laughs> um, Wipeout, <laughs> I would never be on. I don't want to embarrass myself physically like that. <laughs> I've watched the compilations of some of the worst mess ups on the big balls and things like that. I don't want to be on that. <laughs> if they pay me enough, I'll do it. It looks, uh, I mean, it's, it's like an adult double dare in a way. A little more embarrassing, but <laughs> look, it looks it looks like it could be fun until you get whiplash, I guess. But. And then it's like, oh, I it it does look so much fun. I would do the show if it wasn't recorded. I don't want people to see it. <laughs> oh, that's the that's the fun of it. Oh no, <laughs> I don't want to come into work like the next day after it premieres. My, bo- my boss is like blown up an image of me like face planting against the big balls like that feels like a nightmare for me (laughs) but that's like let's make a deal you have to dress up that is true yeah i'm like you know the next day you see people and they're like wow nice monster costume or (laughs) oh goodness um so there is one show that i haven't heard any talks about being um, brought back from the original series. So my goal is I can still make this one happen. And it, it was my actual favorite game show ever since I've been a child. Um, and I even love the host of the show. I think he's an amazing human being slash. I hope one day he can also do this podcast as well. Um, have you ever seen a show called Russian roulette? Um, the show's familiar, but I just don't remember it. I'm a uh, it is hosted by Mark L. Wahlberg, 
uh, it was an older GSN game show along the same timeline as Whammy, uh, Friend or Foe, I think Intuition, Inquisition, excuse me, Inquisition may have still been around at that time, and Cram. So it's like that kind of family of game shows. Uh, but this one, it's a simple trivia show, right? Mark asks trivia questions. You get it right, you get money. If you get it wrong, um, you play Russian roulette. So everyone is standing on drop zones. And depending upon how far you've gotten to the round, it could be anywhere between one to five drop zones. And so you pull this lever and the lights spin. And if it's blue, you know, you're okay. But if your zone's red, they drop you through the floor. And I oh. thought it was the most brilliant concept of a game show I have ever seen. Um, I was obsessed with it as a kid. I actually got in trouble as a kid because I didn't, I did not know the context of what Russian roulette was. My only context of Russian roulette was the game <laughs> show. I have to preface this. So I was doing a presentation where um, it was like a school project for this book. And I decided in order to help people remember facts about the book, we we're going to do the end game. And the way it works is you have 60 seconds for every 10 seconds, a drop zone opens up. Um, then you try to get as many questions as you can before time runs out. So I had drawn the stage, which is basically the six cylinders of the gun. And, you know, um, <laughs> right, I right. didn't know that. I just knew it was six drop zones in a circle. And so that's what I had drawn and done on the computer monitor. And so and this is when we had just gotten smart boards in our school. Uh, it oh. was like the first week that had been installed and I got to preview it with like the, uh, the board of education. I was in the news for showcasing what a smart board looked like, but I clicked on the next page and uh, I guess it caused some issues with my teacher. Because <laughs> yeah, what I was showing was uh, very concerning. Luckily I had just shown everyone like two slides before the drop montage of the show. So she knew it was legitimate. She knew it was a show. You know, she knew it was a game show and all that. Um, but yeah, Miss Walker, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. I should have, <laughs> I should have known better, and I'm so very sorry for that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, you got her fired. <laughs> oh goodness, I that's what uh, that's probably the only time in life where game shows have gotten me in a little bit of trouble. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, there's just, I don't know. I've, I mean, I've tried to do a lot of game shows. So um, the Survivor audition tapes, those can get you in a little bit of trouble, but they're fun. I just never made it. What do you, so I've never, I sent in an audition tape for, I think it was Will of Fortune, how to send in a tape. So what do you include in like the Survivor tape? Because the Will of Fortune one was like, keep a short, Keep it simple. Give us something interesting about yourself. That's it. <laughs> we don't and want a long pretty, video. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And just why you're the ultimate survivor. Uh, it's a little bit about yourself and a little bit about why you would be a survivor. I was never like an Eagle Scout. So they're like, yeah, this guy's never going to make it. I did. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there was a local survivor that an LGBTQ group in Dayton had. And okay. I did make it on that Survivor. And that was only three days out in the wilderness with nothing. And that was hard. 
that was like hard as hell. And I couldn't imagine what survivors 38 days or 39 days. Absolutely not. Nope. No, I'm like, I'd be like skin and bones. Goodness. I, nope. I could not imagine. I, there is, um, have you ever seen the amazing race? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I am very conflicted about the amazing race. I love the show. I think it's fantastic. I don't think I could ever compete on it because there are just certain hard limits that I have that I'm willing to do. And there are certain limits that I just won't go over. Um, the biggest of which is usually heights and every season, I'm with every you. season. Yes. They're always jumping out of airplane. There's no reason for it. It's just a tradition at this point. It's been well over 20 seasons. And they're like, we got to end it with someone jumping out of airplane. You don't have to. It's not culturally exclusive to any one area. You just tell people to do it just because you can. No, I'm not jumping out. (laughs) That's when I get knocked off. I'm so scared of heights. I like go up in a lighthouse and I'm laying down on the ground because I can't even look over the edge. So yeah, the... That's what would kill me on Amazing Race. I think that show would be so fun and an amazing experience until they tell you they until they hook a parachute up to you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. Like the host is looking for like, are you not going? No, we're done. You can you can mark us off now. You can I'm not doing this. (laughs) I'm not even going going up. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I'm not getting in a perfectly good airplane just to jump out. No, that makes no sense. And then, of course, some of the things that I've seen them eat on that show is very fear factor related. (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh, no, uh -uh. Mm -mm." I've seen people eat some things and I'm like, you're not supposed to put that in your body. That doesn't belong. (laughs) No, I mean, yeah, some of that gross stuff. I feel like I could do it almost almost anything but when we when i did the the shorter version of the survivor it's called the rainbow challenge and i think it's still online i think you can still watch it um but yeah we had a vegan or vegetarian that had to eat pig's feet oh yeah shit just happened it was like russian roulette you got randomly selected to with a food and yeah and she did it which i like is almost heartbreaking really Oh goodness! But she she did it. What people do for game shows? <laughs> <laughs> when, that's that is what is so fascinating about this. I have seen people achieve great feats and hit some very deep lows. Like, um, there's a show called Divided that I was talking with a previous uh, special guest about. It is one of the most gut gut wrenching game shows I've ever seen. I will never want to be a part of this show if it were ever to like be brought back. I don't want to see it. I don't want to host it. I definitely don't want to be a contestant on it. Um, it's so cutthroat. It starts off. It's a uh, three individual players that play as a team on a trivia show. And so they have to get, they have to agree on what the answer is. So they all buzz in and lock in answers. Um, but the more time they waste, the less amount of money they can earn on that question. So at the very gotcha. end, they divide the pot up between, you know, A is the largest section, then B is the middle, and C is the smallest. And you have to figure out what that division is going to look like. And every uh, second, your money is ticking down as you're trying to decide 
who's going to get what. And I've seen people who have literally done nothing, who have not contributed anything new into the group and be like, I'm either taking A or we're all going home with nothing. Yeah, those games, those type of games, it's really like tests the human spirit. <laughs> and it's so sad because more often than not, they're, it, uh, you know, they're they're going home with like I think I've seen a group walk home with like seven hundred or something dollars as the total grand pot that was split between the three of them. <laughs> wow! And it's like that's not, not even, that's yeah. not no no. Uh, you did that so you could say you got a win. Is that really a win? Is that really a win? Like no, not quite. <laughs> um, yeah. Someone just recently reminded me about that show. And I'm like, I absolutely cannot do that. Never. Um. Or Fear Factor. I love watching it. I love watching Joe Rogan. I've seen a little bit of the, the new word series with Ludacris. Um, I love swimming. I'm okay with heights. It's always the second challenge. It's all the nasty stuff. Um, I'm not touching a spider. I will not. I will not touch a spider. Uh, snakes can own my home if there were a snake to ever appear in my apartment the apartment would then be theirs i would transfer the lease over to them they can have it i'm gonna go live anywhere else. like i don't know i don't do bugs and uh like fear factor had a sale on madagascar hissing cockroaches if like every third challenge they just had these nasty little things on there and you're either eating them putting them in your mouth to transfer from point a to point b no i will not i will not do it oh. Yeah, some of that stuff, like they put you in a coffin full of snakes or spiders. Yeah, that would be torture. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, so you have some game show limits. There's some game shows you're definitely not going to try out for, but there's still plenty that you can do. There's still plenty I can do, yes. And I just, yes, especially now after talking to you, and I've gotten some good advice from some a couple other people. I just need to get serious about it. I did see there is... An announcement that someone sent to me yesterday. I am going to apply for. They are reviving Password. Oh, I was just going to bring up Password. I love Password. It's oh, such a good show. Um, yeah. They're reviving it with uh, Jimmy Kimmel as the host, and so oh, we're looking really? for people to audition. So I was going to send in my application for Password. I'm making a note because you should. If you need to do something to where you can be local, let's make it deals easy. If they're still doing virtual. Okay. And good practice, good practice. Just go to the city and, you know, I've had some real luck with just going to tapings of shows, mm -hmm. um, not even game shows, and getting picked to play a game with a celebrity host. So yeah. I've actually done that a, a couple times. <laughs> That's a good transition. Cause I, yeah, I think, so I'm curious what you're referring to. This is a something you have played with a celebrity that is not a game show that you were picked out of an audience for. So the more recent one and probably the, the more fun, in my opinion, uh, I went to a taping of, of Fallon and he pulled me and another person up to play charades. And I got to team up with Ellen Barkin and um, we, we competed in charades against Jimmy Fallon and another audience member um, and I say, one of the things that I always say is I was thanked in a Tony speech because that year Ellen Barkin won a Tony and she said, I want to thank every actor I've ever worked with. And I'm like, I'm an actor and we played charades together. I was in a Tony <laughs> speech. 
goodness. Wow. And okay. that was all, all about energy. I'm telling you, we were waiting in line and, you know, NBC has the pages and they would come around and, and play games with you. They're like, let's just do some stuff to kill time. And they were really looking for people to play on the show. Um, so yeah, they're just really looking for people that are energetic and going to have fun. And I've kind of learned that from going to tapings. I also got many, many, many years ago, Jay Leno pulled me up on stage when he had the tonight show to play a Christmas themed, uh, game against another audience member. So that was probably 20 years ago as well, but that was amazing. An amazing experience because I lived in LA, but all my Ohio friends are, are seeing me on, on TV. Wow. Okay. So I'm taking notes. So the biggest thing I'm getting right now is energy, energy, energy. And I've heard it so many times. Energy is so important to get on this show, on these shows, because it seems like you never know when you're being watched. So your auditions from the moment you get on the lot is what it seems like. That is the best advice. You, as soon as you, as soon as you're there, and if you're trying to accomplish something like making it on The Price is Right or making it on a show, they're watching you. And, you know, you're basically auditioning the whole time you're in line. Okay. All right. I know how to make a fool of myself. Uh, controlled fool, but make it entertaining. <laughs> okay. I, I know how to do this. I'm picturing it. I feel confident about my ability. I I will make this happen. I promise you. I will make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> I am dying to see it because I know I've heard you talking about game shows and I know you, you have the energy, you could do it. So I'm expecting to see you on a show in the next six or seven months. Ooh, okay. I have a timeline now. All right. We're going <laughs> to make this on. happen. No, I, I, I love that. I appreciate that. I'm honestly, as soon as we get done, I'm going to be looking at definitely at least getting a password application in. Um, I need to look and see, cause I think there's still, are they still doing pyramid? Is that still a thing? They are still doing pyramid, and I that the final like game in pyramid is like my ultimate dream of like any game show to be on. But it's the final round of pyramid. I just love the setup with like you can't use your hands, and it's really just looking at the. I, I don't know. I just really like that final game, and it's something that I've always wanted to do. I did audition for pyramid. A lot of years ago, before it was Michael Strahan, and didn't make it, but because um, there's been a, a million versions of that show, yes. twenty five thousand, hundred thousand. That's what I was just thinking about because I, I grew up watching the original with Dick Clark, and then I have this weird fever dream. Donny Osmond used to host. Yes, Pyramid. Yes. Is that right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I used to own the board game. <laughs> <laughs> I own the pyramid board game with Donnie Osmond on it. What a treat. <laughs> I have the Michael Strahan board game. Um, so. Yeah. And then, and then now they have Michael and I'm like, okay. Um, so yeah, I know what I need to do. I'm, I'm going to look up some different shows and start submitting some applications. Cause you can't get picked if you don't try. You literally exactly. can't happen if you don't try. Yeah. Okay. Just start throwing your name in the hat. You'll be there. You'll be there before you know it. Oh, goodness. Okay. All right. Well, I'm looking at the clock. And Scott, I want to say thank you. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me and 
being able to just talk about one of my biggest passions in life. It's so nice to be able to have this conversation with other people. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun, Chorsi. It's so good to see you. It's, it's been so long, and um, I just love the concept. I love game shows, so this is a really exciting topic. Yay. Well, um, everyone, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to what hopefully won't be the final episode of the Buzzer Beat series. We're going to take a break and just kind of see how everyone's responding to the series. If it goes really well, we get a lot of positive response. We'll try to continue it later on within our season. We'll see what happens. Uh, but for now, if you enjoyed what you heard, the best thing you can do is just encourage other people to listen to our show. We release new episodes every Monday here at Keep It 100 with Dakota and Chorsey. Um, If you really enjoyed it and you want to back the show and support us financially, you can use the listener support. The link is in the episode description. Um, Something as small as 99 cents a month up to $10 a month. Every dollar helps in order for us to be able to continue making content like this. Next week, Dakota will be back with me with something very wild. I'm very excited to share that as well. Um, and always just stay in touch with us on social media at keep it 100 underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram, or just follow us on the website at ki 100 pod.com. Thanks so much, everyone. And cue music. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of keep it 100 with Dakota and Chorsey. We want to welcome to the Keep It 100 family our amazing executive producer, Zachary J. Bailey, and our talented audio editor, Evdoxia Ragu. We would also like to thank our dear, dear friend, Isri Vijay Sundara, for all of her support on our show. Remember to keep it nasty and keep it 100.